It's the best. The best. The best. Of- Jim and Chelsea. Listen live weekdays from 6 to 10 on New Country 1031. Obviously, Chelsea, everybody knows same-sex marriages have been legal for I don't even know how many years. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that doesn't mean that everybody at this point is still not accepting of it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So okay. and it gets really tough when it comes from your own family. Right. And uh, we have Jeff on the line yeah. right now. Jeff, you there? I am here. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey, man. So uh, this is about you and your husband, Paul? That's right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So take us through what yeah, happened. Yeah, what's going on? Okay. Uh, here's what happened. So last week we went to this big family get-together. Uh, brought my husband, you know, because... That's what you do. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Uh, and we've been together for like 20 years now and oh. um, legally married for seven. My mom really digs Paul and, you know, she's always treated him like really nicely. It's just this is the thing that makes me nuts. She always refers to Paul as my friend, you know? <laughs> What? Doesn't really, doesn't really acknowledge that we're together and have been together for an incredibly long time. So Paul like, has only made it to the friend rank. I know. I love. He's in the he's in the friend zone, but not for you. <laughs> okay. Like you didn't put him there. So like if she's introducing him or whatever, it's like this is your friend. This is Jeff's friend. Oh, is okay. how she says it. It makes me nuts. What happened at the What happened at the family get together? Oh, uh, so my mom. Uh, is introducing a group of cousins to each other that have never met. She is, introduces uh, Susan and her husband, Tom, Nick and his wife, Abby, and then me, and she leaves out Paul. She doesn't even acknowledge him? Oh, I Doesn't hate even this. acknowledge him. And at this point, I speak up and I go, and this is my husband of almost 10 years, Paul. <laughs> and everyone was, you know, like, super happy to meet each other, and then we went on to have fun time, you know. But my mom told me that she wants to come and see us next month and stay at mine and Paul's house. So, so she doesn't mind coming and staying with you because obviously you act like you're married when you're in your own home, obviously. But when it's yeah. like you're in front of people, she's just, it's a no for her. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's weird, isn't it? It's weird, right? <laughs> well, you well, what's weird is you've been yeah. living like this for like 20 years. And you've been together for yeah. such a long time. So it's yeah. it's not like this is new. Well, well, wait a second. What does your husband Paul say about all this? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, he's kind of he's kind of indifferent about it. Like, he thinks it's weird, too. So people probably like, agree it's weird, but, like, I think he's, I don't know, a little more late. I think because it's my mom, I'm a little more irate about it than he is. Is it kind of one of those, he doesn't like it, but that's kind of the way life is? Yeah. All right. I, I yeah. All right. Like, his mm. family accepts him and accepts us, but... So your mom wants to come to your house next month, and you're still irate over what went on at the uh, family get-together. Yeah, yeah, I'm still a little irate about it. Oh, all right, so you want us okay. to get her on the phone for you? Yeah, let's give it a shot. See what okay. Happens. All right, hold on a second, all right? All right. All right, hold on. I mean, it's got to be weird to live like that. For... I mean, that's hard. They've been, it's like I said, it's not like this is like new or he's like just coming out. It's no, they're, they're married. Married in like their eyes. They've been together. They literally have a marriage license. Over 20 years. Like that's just not right. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll get uh, Jeff's mother. What is it? Debbie? We'll get Debbie on the phone here in just a minute. It's New Country 1031. You're listening to Tim and Chelsea on New Country 1031. And then Karen said, you spent how much? And that was the end of the weekend. <laughs> Welcome to Monday, everybody. And I haven't, she hasn't talked to me since. <laughs> Hope you and the family enjoyed your weekend. 
Over the weekend, UltraCon was at the Expo Center, which is basically the Comic-Con of West Palm. And yes, it is every nerd, every geek in the area, and then some, all gathered under one rooftop. And it's fantastic. <laughs> These are your people. These are my people. They are your people. Absolutely my people. You felt at home. In fact, you know what? If you go over to uh, the Facebook page, there's uh, a picture with me, Darth Vader doing jazz hands. Um, I'm sorry, what? Me and Darth doing doing some jazz hands. Um, Captain Jack Sparrow got to hang out with him for a little bit. Um, also, I hung out with Fat Thor. Oh, the chunky Thor? Oh, God. Oh, that's cool. It I was, like Fat Thor. It was amazing. So UltraCon is like the assembly of all of that under one roof, and everybody has a fantastic time. And you know what? Ran into people and parents I know from all over the place. That's cool. I and, love that. And, you know, you're having a great time. Jonah and Karen and Shaughnessy, all, they went with me. And, of course, I like to go because I'm a grown man who has a comic book collection. And Karen is so, so proud, mm -hmm. uh, even to this day. He's mine. Oh, yeah. If ladies, back off. This whole this whole thing of hot beef He's is all me. He's taken. <laughs> so I'm in there. I, I'm just carrying my wallet around saying, please take this. And I'm going to one vendor. I'm looking at the comic book. I'm looking at comic books. I'm just like, I want all of them. Right. I mean, and these are, now mind you, these are. Like, really expensive comic books. Um, What's a really expensive comic book? Okay. Uh, well, all right, several hundred dollars is expensive in my mind. Okay. Uh, but there was, you've seen X-Men, you know Wolverine, that that whole character, Hugh Jackman and all that. Uh, the first appearance of him in a comic book, this one guy had, great condition, he was selling it for $60,000. I'm sorry, come again? He was selling oh it. Oh, my God, it's paper. For sixty. dollars thousand dollars jesus okay so i said are you you're not negotiating on that a little <laughs> can you come down to 59 dollars because i've just got that on me 59 dollars um well i bought a you know i bought a bunch of stuff it was great i actually this is the sad part where i actually had to borrow cash off of jonah and pay him back later because i didn't have the cash on me I thought everybody accepted credit cards. I was going to say, don't you have a credit card? Yeah, this guy didn't accept credit cards. Cash I'm like, only. I'm like, you know how much business you're losing, Okay, right? so what did you buy? I bought four I bought four comic books. The last one was an expensive one. This is a key issue, being geek talk. And so me and this guy went back and forth probably 10, 15 minutes. I'm staring at this thing, and he'd be like, what, a, what about this? And I'm like, no, I, that's too expensive. And I went into negotiating form. I went back and forth with this guy. I, I mean, and I brought out all the negotiating skills I had. Bring them on me. Let me hear. Let me hear them. Um, I can't do it. I can only do it for like this much money. And then nah, I don't want to. I go well with taxes. It's gonna be that much money anyway. What if I group this one and this one together? Bring it down for me. I'll bring it down another thirty, forty dollars. All right. Well, now we're in the same. We're not that far apart now. You know, let's meet in the middle. Type of deal. What? What are you staring at me for? I'm nothing. I'm just trying to. So basically, I got trying it. Trying to follow like you and your negotiating skills. I got it for what I wanted. And I was so puffy chested and proud that I got the four pieces that As I wanted. And he still took your money. Yeah. Yeah, you go get him, Tiger. Meanwhile, Karen and Shaughnessy had bailed. Karen goes, oh, we're done. So we're going to go in out in the car. <laughs> Bye. So they're waiting out in the car. The security guys are over here gathered around me watching this sort of stuff. And they're like, don't give in, Tim. Don't give in, Tim. Don't. I'm, oh, you gave in. Oh. So I, I got home. 
and I'm like, I take my four trophies. That's when you know my trophies. So you got four comic books. Oh yeah, four comic books. And I, as I'm putting them up into the collection, I realize why my negotiating power was so great on that last piece, because I already owned it. You're an idiot. <laughs> Are you joking? Nope. <laughs> you bought a comic. You you spent money on something you already own. No, I spent a lot of money on something I already owned. <laughs> you moron! Dear Lord, Leary. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, God, how pissed were you? Like, on a, on, a, on a scale of one to nuclear. I put it down, I'm like, ah, crap. <laughs> I forgot I already owned it. But I got it for a great price. Oh, my <laughs> God. What is wrong with you? I don't know. I lost track of what I had. Okay, how much did you spend? Just uh, say it. You're gonna. I'm going to make you say it. Well, uh, uh, on that one? No, on your entire, oh. what was the total bill from Comic-Con? Mm, less than three. 300? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's pretty good. So it's pretty good. Majority went to that one particular comic. That you already have. <laughs> that I already owned. <laughs> so now I got two. <laughs> you idiot. Jesus. <laughs> and I'm looking at this thing and I'm like. Boy, did I show him. Oh, God, did I'm like, first of all, I'm like. I actually really did kick ass back there. Um, but do you, the, the do other, you think he'd take it back? The other half. <laughs> um, hi, I, I already own this. Can you can we make a change back? Um, the other half of me was, <laughs> Ding dong. how am I going to break this one to my bride? <laughs> I already I negotiated a great price for something I already owned. Oh, my God. <laughs> what was it? Huh? Which was what? It was a Spider-Man comic. Oh my god! But it was a really cool one. Well, now that you got a, now you got a couple. Right. You so got if like I want to read it twice. Mister and Mrs. I can go to a freshie. <laughs> so all right. Dear Lord. All right. So, how much have you? How much have you ever dropped on your collection or your hobby, in one sitting? Like just not over, not over time, but in one place, one time. How much did you drop on your your hobby or your collection? Hobby. Okay. Do you have a hobby or collection? No. Besides children? No, yeah, that's about it. Right, you got a lot of those. Yeah, no, I don't I don't have a collection or a hobby. 855 need to get one and and then buy the same thing twice. <laughs> Boy, am I missing out. I mean, you should have seen me. I was a force to be reckoned with. And I was just like as I'm driving home, I got to, All right, if I'm going to be totally transparent, as I'm driving home, I'm like God, I was like really fluent with. I mean, like I really knew what I wanted to pay for this, and I wouldn't. God, but. I'm good. God, I'm, I'm like, good. I am really starting to get really good at this stuff. <laughs> and then I got home, and I'm like, Yeah, no wonder, because I have it right over here. Eight five five. This feels like I've done this before. It feels familiar. Uh, God, this feels familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Crap. Eight five five four hundred nine four seven five. What is the most that you and you know? Ladies, if you'd like to throw your husband under the bus, go for it. 855-400-9475. How much have you dropped on your hobby or your collection at once? Call or text now. This is New Country 1031 with Tim and Chelsea. See, the best thing for me is that when I'm released into a Comic-Con convention, like UltraCon at the Expo Center, and I'm buying a comic, ultimately, as a negotiator, I know what my DP price is. All right. What's a DP price? It's an industry term. Uh, husbands use it. Uh, the DP is called divorce price. Oh. All right. 
So I know that if I pay over this amount, Karen will divorce me. Oh, it's the EOR. Which is? The end of the relationship price. Absolutely. Got EOR. It. Right. Okay, right. So The DP and the EOR. Right. Same hmm. thing. So uh, how much have you dropped on your hobby at one point? I dropped, let's just say, a little south of three. All right. Which I was actually pretty... I was actually pretty happy with. Now, did I negotiate for a comic book that I actually owned and didn't realize at the time? Yes. Absolutely. That is a separate discussion. <laughs> Steve, how much have you dropped? Uh, $1,800. <laughs> hurting me. My parts hurt. Yeah, Steve, no, I... have a good one, man. You too. Bye. Oh, my gosh. Text coming in on the text line. Uh, Sherry texted <laughs> in and said, I dropped $150 on the Princess Diana be- uh, Beanie Baby Bear. Oh my God! Beanie like, babies, yeah, yeah, the bear. Isn't it like one of the three valuable beanie babies left on the earth? It's still packed in a box in my garage somewhere. Maybe one day I'll be a millionaire. Right, but yeah. right now, so what you want to do is keep it out in the hot, hot garage. <laughs> Didn't think about that. Um, let's see. Someone else texted in. I spent twenty thousand dollars to put a supercharger in our Mustang. I can see that. Oh my God. I can see it. Sure. Uh, Christina said, I spent $3,000 on a vintage My Little Pony from Venezuela. My collection currently is probably in the $50,000 to $60,000 range. A full bedroom wall to wall. No way. 60 Gs in My Little Ponies? Wow. I'm going to need a picture of that. That's a lot of ponies. Christina, I need a picture. Holy. It's a full bedroom wall. And this is the My Little Pony. I didn't think they were worth that much. I mean, I mean, because like again, the 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 comic books that I'm looking at are like several hundred dollars each, and I'm just like, I'm I'm seriously like a ten year old in a candy store going, (laughs) it's awful. How many comics have you collected over the years? I I don't know, like six hundred. I'm sorry, I know you don't know because you buy the same ones that you already own. But just to kind of give me... You know what? Strategically, I bought that as a backup. In case it one runs away? You know what really sucked? In case it runs away? What was awful... Damn it! Is Jonah... Gone again! Jonah was with me. We circled the place perimeter-wise, kind of looked at the things I I was interested in, and then went back, and that was the last one. That was the last stop. That's where Karen and Shaughnessy bailed. They went back to the car. They're like, "We're just, we're, you come out whenever you come out," and and I went back and forth with this guy negotiating on the price. You know, again, the guys from security, you know, Troy, Sandy, Robin, the, the guys were standing around. They're all me. trying to help you. Oh, they're hel- they're yeah. helping me, heckling me at the same time, and so I got the thing for the price I wanted, and I was really proud of myself driving home. I'm like, yeah, God, I'm surprised I'm not on Shark Tank right next to Mark Cuban. How you doing, Mark? Yeah, you heard about my negotiations? Go, whatever. And and I got home and I was putting it up in the in the collection, and I realized I already owned the issue. And how many are in your collection again? About six hundred. Do you think you should go through and see how many are duplicates now? I, I don't want to cry. Okay. <laughs> So your collection is six hundred, so it's probably about like three fifty, realistically. You know, give or take. You know, sure, fine, but they're all really key issues. I got a lot of keys, a lot of key issues. It's Tim and Chelsea on New Country 103.1. So UltraCon at the Expo Center this past weekend. Yes, went Saturday. Yes, I was like a nine-year-old in a candy store, and I might have blown a lot of money on. Four comic books. One of which, yes, I already owned. I did not know that. 
I didn't know that. But I negotiated for a great price, and now I got two. <laughs> Stop trying to sell it to me like this was a big victory for you. I am you really are an idiot. I am surprised I'm not on Shark Tank right Honestly, now. Gotta be honest. It's just stop. I, I can't. I'm also impressed that you even shared this with us. To be honest, I had to because this has to. to hurt so much for you to even admit the amount of fault in this situation. And the problem is, I spent like 20 minutes to go to negotiating with this one guy to buy a comic book that I already knew that I that I already owned but did not realize. So. What is? How much have you spent on your hobby? And I, the reason why I said that is because what my wife did to me on the way home and threatened to do, I, we'll talk to her in a second, but how much have you dropped? All right, text coming in on the text line. Uh, Stephanie said, I've spent $450 on yarn and other materials to make a California king-size blanket that I actually ended up selling for $1,000. Oh, so, so she's making money. And That's someday I will make money off of these. That's the plan. Yep, okay. Um, <laughs> look, it's a twofer. Someone else texted in, um, my hobby is concerts. I will drop a few hundred dollars for a ticket, especially for a favorite artist. Um, and I just like to go to every show of the tour I can get to. Just take all my money. Morgan Wallen and Justin Timberlake, my bills can wait. <laughs> right. All right. So that's a good I, hobby. Yeah, I know people like that, you know, that will go and see the same artist over and over and over. Like they'll follow the tour. Right. Absolutely. And that's your hobby. Now you don't really you don't really have a hobby or a collection, do you? I don't. Books, nothing? No. All right. Well yeah, I don't. So I'm at Ultracon. (laughs) I don't like keeping things. (laughs) Standing with Jonah, negotiating with this guy, and my wife Karen and Shaughnessy come up and Karen Karen's on the phone. Are you there? Yes, I'm there. All right. So at one point Karen's done. All right, she's seen everything that she needed to see, had a great time, and then uh, you said you were going back to the car with Shaughnessy. Yeah, we were we were walking out, and we saw the security guard, and he's like, where's Kim? I said, oh, he's in there buying comics. And he said, are they good ones? I said, to Tim. <laughs> Every comic is good to Tim. Well, to me, they are. Um, and so this is prior to me knowing that I already I already own the issue that I just bought. On the way On the way home, as you said, we were discussing the value, and I said, this is going to make money someday. And Yeah, on the way home, it was hilarious. He's like, you, he's telling the kids in the back, he's giving them a whole speech, like, when I die, this is going to make you t- rich. It's going to make you tons of money. And I said, you know, they don't even care about your comic books. They'll probably just donate them to Goodwill. And he was like, oh, <gasps> oh my God. Stop it. I- yeah. <laughs> thing i was driving because it was hilarious he like gasped and lost because the they will they face. really won't care they're they're going to they're, they will in my mind they will they will they are not going to care i mean i don't even care <laughs> i can't do this <laughs> listen i mean look at me when i tell you no one cares your family <laughs> the people that love you the people well, that live with you Every the hurricane's coming, and I'm like, "What if we get flooded?" Oh, and he's like, they won't reach the comics; they're on the top shelf. And I said, "Yeah, but we're Hello, gonna use them to sandbag shelf. the doors." I know the shelf will go get more comics. So, we gotta keep the water out. That's right, Loki. You tell him. Get Listen. that one Spider-Man. We got two of those. <laughs> Listen, in my mind, deep down, God, it's cold in here. Let's burn the comics. They. <laughs> They, no firewood in Florida. We got the comics. 
they might not care now because they're teenagers in high school, but later on in life, they'll care. Yeah, they'll probably open them all up and start reading them. <laughs> they're not going to open them. You're not supposed to open them. You're supposed to keep them in their, in their bags. Oh, my God. You, yeah, I, I just sure. doggy-eared page three because I didn't want to forget where I was. <laughs> I was like, like, oh, this will make a great collage. I'm going to cut this out. Oh, my God. Stop doing this. This would be so good for my vision board. (laughs) Oh, God, this feels so good. All right. I know you don't care, but thank you for going. I I mean, it it was fun. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it was fun for you. It was, and I didn't spend that much money. Like so you never much. even told me how much. <laughs> All right, I got to go. $300. Stop. You just like, oh. $300. $300. He spent more than that. You know that, right? Yeah, I think you're lying, too. I'm with Karen. Okay, <laughs> I got to go. We got, we're got we way behind, Karen. We're actually not. We we're, have so much time. We had we no more time. Got to, uh, We got that thing coming up with the, with the stuff, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the show's pretty open right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I will talk to you later. All right, bye. Love your guts. Love your guts. Bye. bye. You were no help. That that was what that was no. I help. am here for you. No, you're not. Just think of me. You're there as to your throw me under the bus. Broadcast radio sports bra. What? I am nothing but support. I, you're more like a jock itch or a strap. Sorry. Stra- it's either way, support p- supportive. Dang. Now I got to cough up the real m- number when I go home. Bag of lies. Might be a little closer to four. <laughs> <laughs> And now, Tim and Chelsea present another unusual arrest here in Florida. Where did this Florida man come from? Florida man. This is a man from Florida on New Country 1031. I was weird. You look up at your screen. You've already set things in motion. You're ready to go. You look at your screen and your computer goes, no. I want to do this instead. Okay, that's fine. We're good. 855-400-9475. We have passes Universal Halloween Horror Nights. Yes. So cool. They can, so good. They can be yours. All you have to do is tell us of these three stories. Who is the man from Florida? All right. First off, we have a drug dealer calling police to report a burglary. But obviously, when they arrived, they saw all of his drugs. You know, when we make positive steps forward and we feel the inner guilt, we have to release that. So he felt his inner guilt, and he said, I need to confess this. Officers, please come get me. I'm going to have all my drugs out on the table. I think he just forgot to put things away. Or that. Next, we have a... God, you guys got here quick. Didn't even have time to clean up. I can't even wrap my crack. (laughs) Next. Plus, my drugs are on the table. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Next. It's just like... Excuse me while I wrap my crack. All right, next. We have a man caught injecting an opioid chemical agent underneath a neighbor's door. That's I don't even know what that weird. means. I don't either. It, it sounds like they called an exterminator. Exactly. But because I guess he said his neighbors were being so loud, it made sense to just put an opioid chemical underneath their door. I don't know. The fact that he had one ready to go was a little, <laughs> was a little unnerving. Next. And last but not least, we have a passenger going berserk on public transportation and violently elbowing another passenger because he fell asleep on his shoulder. Well, it was a holy nudge. Jesus says, bless you. (laughs) Jesus wants me to move you. Over there. (laughs) Have you ever had a stranger fall asleep on you? Um, yes. 
Yes, and it is the grossest thing ever. Have you? No. You've never had a passenger fall asleep on you? No. Like on a plane? No. All of a sudden, like, they're just nudging your head up on uh, your shoulder. Uh, no. Right? No. It's so gross. Uh-uh. It just, it, like, uh-uh. I want to crawl out of my skin. 855. Uh. <laughs> no. 855-400-9475. We got some contenders this morning. Who is the man from Florida? This is a man from Florida on New Country 1031. Hi, New Country 1031. Who's this? Hi, this is Rachel. Hi, Rachel. All right, Rachel, we want to give you passes to Universal's Halloween Horror Nights. A man from Florida. Here are your stories. All right, we have a drug dealer calling police to report a burglary, but when they arrived, they obviously saw that he was a drug dealer. (laughs) A man... Putting injections of opioid chemical agents underneath the family's door because they were too loud. And a passenger going berserk on public transportation and violently elbowing another passenger for falling asleep on his shoulder. All right, Rachel, who do you think is the man from Florida? Um, let's say number one. Number one. Number one. I'm sorry, that was in Pennsylvania. Oh, try again. Hi, New Country. Who's this? Alicia. All right, Alicia. A man from Florida. Hollywood Horror Night passes at Universal. Here are your stories. Drug dealer calling police to report a burglary, but when they arrived, they saw his own drugs. A man caught injecting an opioid chemical agent underneath a family's door. And a pastor going berserk on public transportation, violently elbowing another rider for falling asleep on his shoulder. All right, we already know it is not story number one about the drug dealer calling cops on himself. So who do you think is the man from Florida? I don't know what the the, the drugs under the door with the neighbors. The opioids under the door. That's correct. Yeah, very Very, very disturbing on so many levels. So it didn't say what kind of opioid? No, just like like shoving opioid chemicals underneath the door. This will teach them. Weird. Of course, he has to do that for like two hours. That means that you have yourself passes to Universal's Halloween Horror Nights. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right, Congrats, hold, honey. Hold on line. Have a great day, and thanks for calling. Thanks. And now, back to Tim and Chelsea on New Country 1031. A man stand alone at a tea staring down a fairway into the horizon. He's got to come through. The pressure is mounting. It's his first golf golf tournament, and he's six. His whole future depends on this drive. If he (laughs) scores it, he has a bright one. If he doesn't, it's all flushed down the toilet in one stroke of the club. Okay, so that's set up. Jesus, thank God he's not your kid. What? I'm just saying I wanted to build the momentum. Oh, my God. So Bridge actually had his first uh, tournament. You have videos you'll post. Yeah. Um, he's six. He's six, yeah. So how does a golf tournament at six work? I, okay. Well, just as you would think a golf tournament would work if you're 60 or 16, it is very intense. Are you going 320 down the fairway? It is that? very, very serious. Um, so this golf tournament, you know, it's like the U.S. Kids Golf Tournament, and there's a whole um, – fall tour spring tour and there's several tournaments and whatnot and so we we kind of checked it out because some friends of ours were like we think our our son's gonna compete and do like a couple tournaments and i'm like oh let's see if you know bridge always asks about doing that we'll we'll look into it too well it just so happened the first tournament of the season was in the development my parents live in okay (laughs) so i was like well this works cool because it's easy it's like you know that's his course that he's used to playing on there's a bar at the end where they know your name Right, exactly. Um, so we're like, okay, that'll be fun and like easy for him. So he teed off on Saturday at like three forty, 
And meanwhile, this tournament going all day long with other age groups, you know, 16-year-olds, 14-year-olds, like they break it down, obviously, into all the age groups. Sure. And it is so much more intense than I could have possibly expected. I mean, the rules committee, it is so organized, obviously. I mean, this is something that's been going on forever. But I was so blown away, impressed, but also scary. It's very scary. Right. It's very intimidating. First of all, golf is a sport that just mentally messes my mind up completely. And then I'm like, oh, cool. Let's put my six-year-old into it. And you know Bridge. Bridge is a very sweet but also super competitive and emotional human. So I felt like this is going to be a total dumpster fire because if he's not playing well or he if he's against kids that are, like, amazing, he is just going to break. Cause just like every other golfer who's like, ever picked up a club. Exactly. Golf is just a freaking head case of a game. So I'm like, this is horrible. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Why do we do this? Like, I was not well. So he played nine holes, and he played with two other boys, and the dads are the caddies, which is, like, the cutest thing you've ever seen, by the way. Right. So that's the other thing I'm worried about. Is Bridge going to even listen to Bo, or is he going to throw a club at my husband's face? What can I expect from this? Um, it was amazing, too, because a lot of my friends are members of this club or live there, and they all came out on their golf carts with signs for Bridge and followed him for the whole nine holes. Super adorbs. It was adorable. Like, I just, just like, it was so stinking cute. And and Bridge played well, and the two boys he's played, he played with, this was one of them, one of them, they're all six, 10th tournament and 7th tournament. Wow. And we were like, oh, my God. And this is Bridge's first. I was blown away because his attitude was awesome. He played great. He had an awesome time. And, I mean, literally never was upset, never, like, nothing. Like, I was just like, who are you right now? You should take him off the golf course now, call it success. I was like, what is going on? Um, and he was super excited because, like, the two dads, the two other dads were so great to Bridge. They were like, Bridge, like, he, like, finished, like, I think he was, like, he got, like, a 56 for, like, nine, which isn't great. But they were saying, like, there are two boys that he played against that neither of them broke under a 60 their first, like, five tournaments. And so Bridge did better than, like, these two boys who'd been playing for a long time. So that, like, gave Bridge, like, he was like, okay. Like, so now he's, like, all into it. He wants to keep playing. There's more tournaments coming up. So he wants to keep playing. He went out yesterday and, and, you know, practiced. And he was super into it. And he had a great time. And he's with all these, like, two other boys that are awesome and super competitive and play all the time and great. And they, like, were buddies and had a great time. It was really cool. It was very cool. And that's awesome. Yeah. Um, Now – do they, do they put the the boys on like where where do they tee off like so so say if you have like a par four that's like okay. I don't know four twenty five yes so are they playing the full four twenty five no so they hit depending on where the par five like par four par three is they have um, they hit in certain ranges okay so they move them closer to the pin so it's not. It yes. doesn't take them five hours to get there. Yes, there is a whole yes. So I'm like looking at the yardage now that like you're asking me. So like if it's a par three, they can tee off between like 50 and 100 yards. Par four, 110 and 180. Okay. I got par it. five, yeah, 190 yeah. to 270. So they have like a range. So it's marked for them. Like it's marked where they where they go. All right, that's awesome. Yeah. Because otherwise, it'd be like, otherwise I think they'd still be out there. 
Oh, no, totally. Oh, my God, no. I mean, one kid, like the one kid that, like, Bridge played against. Yeah, you're halfway to the tee. Good luck. You know, and then it's like if they have a bad hole, you know, and they're, like, just sitting there putting. Like, one kid was like, oh, my God. Like, in one tournament, he putted, like, 27 times. Like, I mean, it was like, you know, like, fall apart. It's just golf. It's just the way it is. But I was absolutely blown away. I was expecting total tears, meltdown, fit like that's where i figured it would go that's what most golfers i know do you know i do i've seen the abs like i've seen it i've seen it all the time that's that and that's usually me on the first hole exactly so what was bridges what was bridges score he was like a 56 yeah yeah again which isn't great that's me on the first hole it's not great but like all the other all the other players and kids like made him feel so good about they were like this is your first tournament like he doesn't really play that much and now he like wants to get into playing more and they were like we never even broke a 60 in our first three so then he was like oh okay like i can get better and you know he was super excited about it so see so now what we have to do is we have to get him down to like a 15 by i don't know let's get like four months four months get him down to like a you know like a 20 something like that we'll be fine be good. Thanks, Tim. What? Awesome motivation this, there. You said it. You said it yourself. This is next level stuff. This is serious. It is very serious. It is. It is a lot. All right. So we're not futzing around out there. We're just come on. Let's let's focus up. Got your first tournament under your belt. Now it's time to get to work. Now it's time to go. Now it's time to get to get to work. Although that's awesome. Po- post the picture of. Uh, do you have a picture of of your friends with the signs? Yeah. How uh, cute was that? Post that because that's like nauseatingly adorable. I know our friends are amazing. They are so stinking cute. It was great. That's really cool. That's what makes the kids experience absolutely so much like fun. best friends ever. Yeah. This is Tim and Chelsea on New Country 103.1. Tales from the Uber. Seriously. With Mariah. This happened to you over the week, Friday or Saturday? Friday night in St. Augustine. I don't know if anyone's ever experienced like a weird Uber ride, but this is going to trump it 100%. Okay, so So what happened? Within seconds of getting in our Uber, he opens like kind of the the stage for a stab joke. What? So he goes right in. Time out. Time. I'm sorry. He starts with murder. Murder story. Within seconds, he he cracks a joke about uh, a stabbing. Did you hear about the actress? She's from this movie, Sweet Home Alabama, and she stabbed her husband at a restaurant in Miami. We were like, what? Oh, my gosh. This this is Why are we talking about murder right now? And he was like, yeah. Um, From the way I was like, oh, sweet, Reese Witherspoon. He was like, no, no. It was with a knife. I said, Reese Witherspoon. Oh, my God. Within seconds, you guys, we're talking murder. All right, so how many people are with you? Um, This would be my sister and my cousin, Jillian. So it's just three of us. Just the three of you. Backseat. Late night. What kind of car are we in? A tiny car. A I don't tiny know. Car. Tiny four car. Doors. It, it was doors. dark. Okay, Chelsea, it was dark. It Let me like go out on a limb here. Let me go on a limb thinking it's late night, three three girls. Yes. You're a little intoxicated. Uh, yes. Okay. Slight, slightly. That's why, we're in, that's why we're in the Uber. I just right? asked what kind of car she was in. It could have been a golf cart or a wagon for all we know. It was right. a four-door car. What kind of car were you in? All right. Clown car. Back. We're all three in the back seats. So. Okay. So starts, now we've got him. Starts a... with a stab joke. Okay. Right off rip. We're like, oh, okay. It breaks the ice. Breaks the ice right ice there. Ice breaker. Yeah, okay. Then he starts playing the uh, the song from Dirty Dancing, like Time, Time of Your Life. life. Uh, he has a doll wrapped yeah. up in a, a tied up doll. He chucks it onto the dash and screams, nobody puts baby in the corner. At this point, we have a doll in the car, you guys. My seatbelt's off. I am ready to jump and roll out of this vehicle while it's moving. Wait, he has a tied-up doll? Tied-up doll. Like he's wrapped rope around it. Don't know where it came from. He starts playing so this weird. music, and we're like, yeah, great song. You know, we're 
You're feeling it. And then he throws a baby in the corner. Throws a doll in the corner of the dash. He's just doing a full show for you guys. This, This is a show. Terrifying. So it's I, driving at any I, point during this. I don't even know what was happening. I was just like, there's a doll in the car. You know how I feel. We kind of feel the same with clowns and dolls. Yeah, don't, dolls. I don't do those things. I'm not even kidding. My seatbelt is off. My, I'm ready to jump out of a moving vehicle. I was like, oh my gosh, what's happening? We've talked about murder, and now we have dolls in the car. How many what? minutes have you been in the car at this point? Yeah, like like seven, maybe. She's not far from downtown, so it's just a. A handful of so minutes. So this is a she who's driving. No, he. No, he. My, he. my cousin okay. doesn't live far. So the so, house they're going to. Okay. Yeah. So this is. We pull up to her house and she's opening the garage on her phone. She's like, "Garage door open. Let's get out of this vehicle." My sister's just laughing the whole time, thinking it's so funny. I'm terrified. So we pull up to the uh, the driveway and he goes, "Are you ready for the finale?" Oh God, no. At this point, I'm like, no, "We're dying. We're this, is, this is the end of my life. I'm I actually kind of want to see the finale." Oh wait. He puts he pushes a button. Both of the visors drop down. American flags fall. Patriotic music is playing. He pulls out a mannequin head, just the head, and he goes and now you're president and sniffs the mannequin's head with hair. I'm in the garage at this what point. What is I'm happening? In, I'm in the garage at this point, closing the garage door. My cousin's running up the driveway. My sister is still in the car. She's the one that's gonna get. She's. This is a horror movie. She's the one that's gonna get she's murdered. She's the one that's yeah. gonna get taken out first. She is still in the car. I'm in the. Gr- I love the fact that you two have just voluntarily sacrificed her. I did not Look, say goodbye. Look, if she wants to stay and like be a part of it, then that's on her. A what mannequin. was the mannequin head like? Uh, was it a person? It was, you know how like they they do like the hairstyles. You know they're they're showing you on Instagram. So it's just the head with but hair, it, mm. and that was it. I don't know where it came from. The doll, I don't know where it came from. So We've got patriotic music, and he says, now your president holds up a mannequin head and sniffs it. Sniffs the head. I am in the garage. I was like, goodbye. I'm oh gone. Oh, my God. I left everybody. I was pushing the garage door button. It was closing as they were running up the driveway. That's how quickly I was like, goodbye, you guys. We, we need all the guns. We need to sleep with weapons. I was what terrified. What a wacko. This is what happened on a first I like the fact night. that Mariah is just closing the door on everybody else. Cousins, <laughs> sisters, oh, yeah, no, screw yourself. all of you. Save yourself. Bye, you guys. Forget save it. Yourself. See you guys later. This is a save yourself moment. That was a save yourself. That was fight or flight. I'm not even, I cannot make this up, and I'll, I don't know if I'm ever going to take a ride with anybody. I, I got head. If I'm going to be honest, I like him. Oh. No, I like him. I, uh, I mean, it was an Uber ride in the show. It was memorable. Uh, you got a free show, ends on a patriotic note. What's not to like? I mean, it's, it's oh fantastic. Oh, my God. Dolls and mannequins. Yeah, I guess the, the props. Car. There's so much props Listen, going Mariah, on. hold on, hold on, hold on. Back the story up. As the way you just told it, you didn't have a problem with anything until he pulled the mannequin head out. No, the doll. The I was doll ready to jump and roll with the doll in the car. Baby but in the just, corner with baby in the corner? Baby in the corner was, I mean... That's a great song, and I'm listening. Time of your life, like yeah, we we did have a great night. You know, we're we're feeling great. Now we've got tied up dolls on the dashboard, and the music cuts off too. I was like, we didn't even get to finish the song. He just turned it off. You said like, now you said wow. this was like a three parter. Is there more to this that, thing? That's the three part stab joke: a doll and a mannequin head with patriotic music. Did he sell merch? I don't, 
I didn't I mean, get that far. Get your t-shirt. I'm not even right. kidding. I was out of as soon as he said it for the finale. I was like, goodbye. He pulls out a mannequin head, and I'm in the garage. I'm telling you, I was stabbing splash, doll mannequin, closing the garage door. Like, this is, is a scary movie. He's creepy. Why this would you walk out on the best part of the show? This is the finale. Well, let me tell you, my sister loved it. She's like, that was so much fun. Why? I give him a five star. I was like, oh my god, no. I want to see his Uber profile. I like, mean, I'm intrigued now. Yeah, get his Uber we profile. We did look it up, and he. It's look, been two years. He's been telling that recently. Anybody who could time out the American flags. People gave him five stars. I said, what? Never. No. this guy. Never take him again. (laughs) I mean, he ends on a patriotic note. I don't think he's going to murder you guys. Nobody can murder somebody on a patriotic note like that. When you say it for the finale, I'm I'm out. I thought I was dying. I was like, this is it. I'm going out in the back of an Uber on a dark street. And now for the end. (laughs) (laughs) And now for the finale. Let me just turn the headlights off. Uh, where do you think this head came from? When you got into the car, when you got in, or when you got into the house, mm-hmm. and you three were discussing it. Oh, we ordered pizza, and my sister used a um, a giraffe, a, like a, a large giraffe, to block and barricade the sliding glass door. Yeah, that should do it. Yep. And, and I was like, should we? You know what? Does I've everyone got, have their guns? I've got we're just sleep the thing. I've got this large giraffe. All right. Well, just been waiting to use that. Hold on a second. Just. Uh, anybody can top that Uber story, 855-400-9475. All right, everybody, we're going to be okay. I've got no, a large giraffe. I'm going to get my husband's large giraffe. We're going to put it in front of the sliding glass door because Lord knows he couldn't break any of the glass around it. We'll be fine. Pizza's on its way. You're listening to Tim and Chelsea on New Country 103.1. Sure, anybody can take an Uber drive and get dropped off where they want to go. Ugh. Boring. So boring. But then... You could have Mariah's Uber drive, which included what? <laughs> um, uh, uh, this was, now, this happened Saturday night, right? Friday night. Friday night. Within hours of arriving in St. Augustine. <sighs> uh, a stab story, um, a doll being thrown in the vehicle, a tied-up doll. A tied-up doll. And a head. All in within a 10-minute drive, within like a 10-minute drive. It was this a lot. This guy had like props and like a full I mean, show. A whole production. Let's not forget the patriotic banners. Patriotic America. Because when he pulled up to your sister's house, he turned to you guys and said, are you ready for the finale? Yep, my life was over then. I thought for sure that was it. Could, to and which, that's when he took out, out a mannequin head. A man- now, yes, with hair. I all? heard you say something Snipped to Chelsea it? just a second ago. Like you were going along, driving along, and you were mathematically a calculator. Uh, I was trying what? to figure out how. I was like, I've seen movies. People jump out of moving moving vehicles. I was like, I could do this. Just just jump and roll. You tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. Yeah. I was like, I could do this. I literally was in my mind after the second story, after the stab story, and then the doll was in the vehicle. That was the and, point. Of and jumping. this is why you don't want to get into an emergency situation with <laughs> Mariah. I will leave you. <laughs> Oh, totally. Everyone for themselves. Yeah. She is a smokescreen. She's gone. Because your friend and your sister, what happened with their belt? Oh, my. So I left that part out. My sister couldn't find her seatbelt in the middle, so she reached over my cousin and put them both into one seatbelt. Right. Mine was off because I was ready to go. And my cousin, we got there. So I'm in the garage, like, closing it. My cousin's yelling, let me out of the car. My sister's just laughing. Loving the show. So so since they're strapped <laughs> in, they literally closed the garage and they can't even get out of the you Uber still. Under have have you ever heard the joke like, you know, outrunning a bear, you just have to be faster than your buddy? Ta-da! Bear. There you go. I was oh like the God. flash. So fast. And so you bailed out of the car, yeah. about to lock your sister out of her own home. My cousin out of her cousin. home. Sorry, cousin. Uh, out of her own, while, while you while your hometown. While sorry. they're about to be murdered in the driveway and you're okay with all of this. I mean, Every man for himself. Every man for themselves. Right. And you were about to order pizza. (laughs) 
We got pizza. And who decided to barricade the plate glass doors? My sister. With what? A, a giraffe. With a giraffe. How, there was, how tall is a giraffe? drinking this night. Why okay? does she have a giraffe? It was kind of tall. Oh, that's tall. Yeah, that's, tall. Feet, yeah, that's got to be at least feet. three feet high. Easily. That's just, gonna stop a perp. She goes, you don't have a, a pole to block it. She's like, I got the sliding glass door locked. You don't have the pole down to. The broom, down right. the broom, the broom, it down yeah. there. A guy who Probably. throws a tied-up doll into the corner of the dashboard, then sniffs a mannequin head. No way he could get around a three-foot giraffe. Uh, Absolutely. God. These girls, they know what they're doing. <laughs> Damn oh it! My, I can't possibly get into Fort Knox. Look at the giraffe. What's up, Sean? I just want to let you know I'm in Mariah's boat, and you know I hate. Eight dolls. I would have had a heart attack. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, dolls are creepy. The mannequin head is, I feel like, what would have done. I mean, for if me. your Uber driver is going to give you a free show before he, well, before he slaughters you. All right, that aside. <laughs> I mean, I think. It, I mean, he put a lot of effort into this. But I, I would have killed him before he gave me a heart attack. Oh my God. Well, you know what? You could have been in the house had you made it under the door that Mariah was going to shut on you. <laughs> have a good one, man. Bye. Hi, new country. Who's this? Hello. Oh my God, is this the Uber driver? Please don't be Brandon. Bob, John. Bob, is that you? I don't know who his name was. Do you have a doll that's tied up that you could throw in the corner of your dash? Oh, dude, this is creeping me out. Can we, right? can we get, hang up? I'm, right. I don't like it. And it doesn't feel good. Although I do want to know, how did you get the patriotic banners to fall simultaneously? Can we get the other phones right, that are sorry, ringing? We, all right, call back, Uber driver. It's the best. The best. The best. Jim and Chelsea. Listen live weekdays from 6 to 10 on New Country 1031.